<laughs> Good to see you. Thank you guys for being here. Ah, I love our time together. I hope you like it too. Doodle Bible School. And here we are. <laughs> All right, guys. You know how this thing works. In the first opening section, we're going to talk... Well, the whole time, I got ahead of myself there. Jonah's journey, that's what we're doing. This will be the last lesson with regards to Jonah's journey. Then we're going to journey into other things. But uh, Jonah's, it was only four chapters. We've done them. All right, or we'll, we will have done them when we're done today. See my little marshmallow, man? That's Jonah. All right, here we go. This is what I started off saying. Segment number one, you know what we do. We do the doodle. Watch it. See the little pen there? He did the doodle. And so we're going to do the doodle. So get out your doodle laters and your doodle eaters and get ready. Doesn't matter, pencil, paper, whiteboard, chalkboard, just don't draw on your mom's dining room table. She won't like that at all. <laughs> okay, here we go. <coughs> As you might recall, in Jonah's journey, we have covered thus far that Jonah runs away from God. He runs to God, he runs with God, and today, guess what? Jonah runs ahead of God. He's going to get out in front of him. It's kind of a tragic end, honestly, for Jonah, at least, I think. He just ends in a very selfish way, and it's not unlike the way he begins this whole journey. So, honestly, I'm not sure Jonah, the prophet, I'm not sure he ever learned his lesson. And uh, it's just kind of tragic the way this thing all unfolds. You guys got a smudge right in the middle of your face, and I think it's actually on my glasses, not in your face. <laughs> Let's see if we can correct that before we go on. Yeah, you look much better. All right, here we go, guys. Got to get my doodle teeter. All right, <clears throat> segment number one, test prep. What is the theme for Jonah chapter four? Well, there's only four chapters. You ought to be able to remember them. Remember, he runs away, to, with, and ahead. Chapter four is Jonah runs ahead of God. In other words, he's going he's gonna to start thinking he's all big and bad and that he ought to be able to make the decisions with regards to Nineveh. We'll see that here in just a second. All right, let's be silly. <clears throat> what did the egg say as it rushed off to work, says the llama. Isn't that a silly looking llama? What did the egg say when it rushed off to work? Well, it said, <laughs> I got to scramble. <laughs> I have an egg every day, but I don't scramble mine. I do on occasion when Cindy wants to eat one with me or something like that, but I don't generally scramble mine. I'm mine sunny side up, as they say. I like the little goopy. Uh, but anyhow, scrambled. He said when he ran out the door to work, he said, look, i got to scramble. <laughs> All right, segment number two. This is where we make a memory. Stick it right there in the old head. Oh, we, I did it again this week, guys. We got to back up. What in the world's wrong with Sonny Chow's? I don't know. People have been wondering that for a very long time. So let's back up. I can't get back there. Come on, go away there, Mr. Llama. Man, I really blew it. Where are we? Here we go. I think this is it. There it is. We never did the doodle. I don't know. All right, this is not really too hard. Draw you a four, okay? Make that thing go out a little bit further because he's got to go out here and dance on that thing. Okay, put an arrow here on this four right here. Okay, that, I mean that thing. All right, this is going to be God over here. Remember, our thing with God is the cloud. Okay, and Jonah, little marshmallow man, okay, he is going to be running away from God. Let's see if I can do this here. <laughs> oh dear. 
Okay, now you got to give him some arms. All right, there you go. That way, we'll give him an arm. That's not too bad. It actually kind of looks like him. Now, remember what you can do. If you want to make the, the four even more solid, remember I told you just kind of outline it. Go out on the outside like this, okay? And then you take it out the middle. And then guess what you got? You got a fat four, except we forgot to do this part, didn't we? Sorry, guys. There you go. Now it's fat. And we eliminated Noah's leg. <laughs> Not Noah. I said Noah. Not Noah. What's this guy's name? Jonah. There it is. That's not too bad, guys. That's a pretty decent four. Got an arrow happening there. You know what I'm saying? And you got old Jonah. He's Mr. Marshmallow Man. He's running, a, he's running ahead of God. Oh, wait. This time he's running ahead of God. Did you guys do it? I think you did. <laughs> we'll put it right there for you to admire. All right, guys. Now we got to skip through a bunch of this stuff because we've already done it. Remember the llama? Are you done? Scrambled? Remember? Okay. Moving on. Huh, there's my cousin, Austin. <laughs> he said, don't skip doodle time. I just did it, Austin. Did you see that? Austin, he, he actually is from Texas. <laughs> He's a great guy. I love him and his family. They're wonderful people. Sending love to my buddy down there in Texas. Anyhow, we already did it, Austin. But I know you said that before I remembered because he's younger than I am and he has a better brain. All right, moving on. Here we go. So you did that, right? Got the scramble thing happening there. Now we're into segment number two. I think we're almost back to here. Now we're going to make a memory. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> All right, in making the memory. <laughs> love the little marshmallow dude. Uh, Jonah four and one. Now you can send all of your wonderful fan mail to me this week because look at how short the memory verse is. I know we had one of those that like, I think the first chapter, it was like off the page. I know you got upset at me, but look, there's only three lines in your memory verse this week. Surely I get some credit for that. All right. And the first line's got two words. <laughs> and the first word's only got three letters. The second word's only got two letters. There are five letters total in the entire first line. But it. <laughs> I think I can remember that. So say it together with me five times. But it, 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 but it. I got the first line. I said it more than five times. I get that. But then if you can't remember it, what you can do is you can go to a second tactic and you can we already got the first line there but it oh jonah oh and he was oh you got to fill them in fill in the blanks there and then you'll be able to have the whole memory first which is only three lines i know send your fa your fan mail to me because i'm the one who gave you such a short memory verse this week Woo -hoo, give me high give me a fist bump there i know, I know. all right moving on so in segment number two, it's going to show up. There it is. Segment number two, here are the questions as you're preparing for the final test. What happened that made Jonah angry? <laughs> Not hungry, angry. What do you call when you're hungry and and angry at the same hangry, hangry, you're, you're hangry. That's not what he, that's not it. Anyhow, I don't, I don't even know why I said that. Just scrap that. That's not even worth hearing. All right. What happened that made Jonah angry? I'll be honest with you. you got to skip back to chapter 3. I think it's the last verse. might not be, but it's right near that. I think it is. The people repented. Jonah didn't want that. Jonah wanted them to get, like, decimated. He hated the Ninevites. 
<clears throat> and so he was really upset when they finally came to God. Can you imagine a preacher who gets upset when he actually has results and gets people to come to God? <laughs> what kind of preacher is that? Not a very good one. But anyhow, so Jonah, that's why he said in the opening, I don't think Jonah ever learned his lesson. He didn't want from the beginning. He didn't want the Ninevites to come to God. But that's what made him mad. All right, you got that? All right, very good. Moving on. I think it's time to be silly. Oh, yeah, banana girl. I love her. All right, where does the Triceratops go to shop? Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't really get this joke, but it seemed to be popular. People seemed to think it was funny, so I went with it. You may have to write in and explain it to me. Where does the Triceratops go to shop? Well, they go to the dino store. I don't know. Do you think that's funny? Are you rolling on your living room floor right now, holding your gut, saying, ho, 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 me neither. I don't know, but they it was in there, so I went with it. The dino store. That's where a triceratop goes to shop. <laughs> that almost rhyme. A triceratop goes to shop. <laughs> that's kind of better than the joke. Oh, well, moving on. All right, segment number three. <coughs> Ponder a passage. My buddy here pondering by the passage. No, he's not pondering. He's thinking by the pond, and he's saying, hmm, I got that all messed up. Anyhow, ponder a passage. Here we go. As you ponder this wonderful Oh, dear. Can we keep our artwork up? I think we can. It doesn't block that lot a lot. Did you see my... <laughs> all right. Jonah chapter 4, verse 1, then we're going to skip down to verse 5, okay? In Jonah 4 and 1, but it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry. Now, we've already established why he's angry, because in the last verse of the previous chapter, the people repented. He didn't want that to happen. I don't know what he was preaching for if he didn't want any good results, but he was. Jonah went out into the city, out of the city, and he sat on the east of the city, and he made a booth for himself there. So it was evidently a kind of a hot area, and so he kind of constructed a little lean-to, I guess, around him so that he could kind of have a little bit of shade or something. Well, it says that when he sat under it, he sat under it in the shade till he should see what would become of the city. So the whole reason I'm sitting there is because he can't hardly wait to see what's going to happen. He's not preaching no more. I'm done with those people. And so let's just see what's going to happen. And I think he was still wishing for fireballs from heaven and all that kind of stuff. But that doesn't happen in this story. Anyhow, so he's going to see what's going to happen. Now the Lord God appointed, I think he's pouting too, by the way. He didn't want him to repent, but they're, they repented. So I think he's gone up there to sit on the mountain and he's just he pouting. All right. Now the Lord God appointed a plant and made it come up over Jonah that it might be a shade over his head. Well, that was nice. So he's got this little lean-to thing happening. And then God has this plant. And it evidently grows pretty fast because this all seems to happen in one day. And, and uh, so it grows up there and, and makes shade for him to save him from his discomfort. So God was being kind and he gave him some shade. So Jonah was exceedingly glad because of the plant. He liked that plant because it's keeping the sun off my head. But when dawn came up the next day, see, it's just one day. When dawn came up the next day, God appointed a worm to that attack that plant. Now, in fairness, I guess I got to say this. The timing here is not exactly exact, right? So I don't know how long it really took for the plant to grow. It doesn't really say that because it doesn't really say how long he sat there. But it does say that it evidently withered uh, the next day. And it, because this, this worm is going to attack the plant. And so God doesn't just send the plant. Now he sends a worm to take the plant away. 
you're going to see what happens. So that it withered. When the sun rose, God appointed a scorching east wind, and the sun beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint. And he didn't have the plant to shade him no more. And so he's, oh, woe is me. And he asked that he might die. And he said, it's better for me to die than to live. That's pretty sad. You know, I'm around a lot of people sometimes who've got a lot of drama happening in their life, you know, and they just go overboard in a way to talk about various things. Well, here's old Jonah. I'd just rather die than to sit out here in the sun. I mean, that's a little extreme. But anyhow, he asked that he might die. But God said to Jonah, hold on here. Do you do well to be angry for the plant? I mean, seriously? You're angry about a plant dying. And notice what Jonah says. And he said, yes, I do well to be angry. Angry enough to die. Yes, I do. I am angry because my little plant died. Then God's going to really put, him, put it to him here. Notice this. Verse 10. And the Lord said, hold on. You pity the plant for which you did not labor. You didn't make it grow. It came up overnight and it perished in a night. Well, there it kind of does give us the time zones, doesn't it? Which came into being in a night and perished in a night. <laughs> Those guys tell us there. But anyhow, back to the story. So God's going to say, now hold on. You're telling me you're sitting up here all pouty because the people of Nineveh have repented. I give you a little bit of shade and then I take it away. And now you're more concerned about a plant than you are people? And he goes on to make that point. And should not I pity Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 people who do not know their right hand from their left, and also much cattle? That's going to be one of your questions. As you know, all the ones that are underlined, that's a question. And so God says to him, I, I just can't believe you, Jonah. You're up here pouting because of a plant when you should be concerned for 120,000 souls down there. Pretty sad commentary on Jonah, wouldn't you think? So there are your five questions that you're going to have. Well, if you just, I'll just hit my, watch this. I'll just put them up there for you. <laughs> I mean, I do all the work for you people. Look at there. There they are. Those are the questions that are going to be on your final test. Where can you go to find a teacher who doesn't just give you the questions, but even gives you the Bible passages so that you can look up the answer for yourself? Fan mail. Me. Because remember, I'm the guy who gave you the short memory verse at the front end. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's be silly again. <coughs> Why was the rabbit happy? I've often thought about that. we got a lot of bunnies around here, and, and they ate my dad's garden last spring and everything. But anyhow, why are they happy? Maybe because they're eating my dad's garden. <laughs> I don't know. Why was the bunny happy? Because somebody loved him. <laughs> That's kind of a Valentine's Day joke, isn't it? I should have saved that one. Because some bunny, get it, bunny? Some bunny loved him, so he's happy. <laughs> My wife was gone for several days, and she came home yesterday, and I was happy because some bunny loved me. <laughs> My little bunny. My wifey. All right. Segment number four. Apply the doing, doing, doing. Apply the why. This is where we ask ourselves, why do we even care what happened in Jonah chapter four? I'm fixing to tell you. It's a big one for me, I think. In fact, I think it's kind of climactic for the entire book. This is why we want to study Jonah chapter 4. You ready? Here we go. All right, I put the whole thing back up here. That's where I move over here because I'm in the way over there, right? Yeah. All right, there we go. <clears throat> you see, Jonah? All right, so I'm going to, there's all this stuff that we covered, but it's this part here in verse 10 that I thought was rather interesting. 
You pity the plant for which you did not labor, did not make it grow, which came into being in a night, perished in a night, so it had a very short life. And should I not pity Nineveh, that great city? There's 120,000 people down there. My question for you is, can you think of ways that we seem to value things over people? Give me some examples of some ways that sometimes we make things more valuable than actually take care of, taking care of people, you know? I, uh, I preach a lot on some things that the church does where we invest our money in certain things that aren't even used for the majority of the week. When that money could be sent to missionaries who are helping people get clean water and learn about Jesus, you know? What are some things that uh, we seem to value more than people? And you'll notice that's exactly what happened here with Jonah, and that's the message that God has for Jonah as we climax this very important book. Jonah evidently from the beginning had his priorities completely messed up. I'm not even sure when he was running with God in chapter 3 that his priorities were really where they needed to be. He didn't want to go back and have to live in the belly of the fish. And so he's kind of doing this out of fear maybe, you know, I got to, you know, whatever it may be. And then you get to chapter 4 and you recognize that once they repent, you know, I think in chapter 3, maybe, when he preached his sermon, I think the only validation he really had there is, I get to tell him, you're going to get destroyed 40 more days in, you're out of here. And I think he liked that. And that's sad. Because his whole motive should have been, I want to bring these people to God. But he didn't have that as his motive. You need to be very, very careful that your motives are right and that you value people more than things. All right, I think we got one more silly. Oh, first of all, we got a review, don't we? So your test prep question is going to be, can you think of ways that we seem to value things over people? Give me a few examples of the ways that sometimes we, we put things ahead of the priority of people. Now we get to be silly. Love this guy. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with his lip there, but what kind of burrito do cats like? If a cat walked into a Mexican restaurant... What kind of burrito would it order? See, that's the question we're asking here. What kind of burrito do cats like? They like a burrito. I can't do it. I don't know. I, I don't even do cat. <laughs> I can't speak cat. But anyhow, they like a burrito because, you know, burrito, it's purr. They purr, you know, edo, burrito. <laughs> it wasn't very funny either, but we went with it. <laughs> really great kid. Love the lip thing that you got going, man. Not sure we're gonna, he's going to hang around next time. I can't. I haven't decided. You can vote if you want. Write in and let me know. Should we keep him for the next semester? He is kind of cute. I don't. We'll talk about it later. All right. <coughs> Segment number five. This lady here. She is so thrilled. <laughs> oh joy. Oh joy, Sonny. Now you're going to test us. <laughs> yeah, but remember, I'm the guy at the front end who gave you that short little memory verse. And I give you all the questions, all the answers, all that. <laughs> all right, you ready? Here we go. Here are the test questions for the final chapter. Oh, dear, we got to get rid of our artwork. Can you tell? Look, guys, number 10 is missing the first several words. You know why? Because my artwork's in the way. Go ahead, celebrate it one more time. My, my cousin Austin there. <laughs> see that? How good I did there, Austin? All right, see you later there, Jonah. All right, there are your 10 questions. Now go ahead and screenshot that thing. You got it? There's all the questions. 
All the questions for the final test. It's the final, final test of Jonah because there's only four chapters. And so it's like, we're done. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here, for putting up with my silly jokes, and for being here. <laughs> I said that twice, but it's okay because that's the one I really like, that you're here, right here with me. Thank you. I love you. Sonny Charles saying, be there. Matthew 16. 26.